Feeling very you've comfortable. Got, you got a couple of pillows, a couple of you know, they're Star Wars pillows. You know, is it okay that I'm yeah, leaning on them? Of course, that's what they're there for. You sure? I don't know. That's what they're there for, mate. Okay. <clears throat> Absolutely. I thought when you said you got a couple of pillows, I'm thinking, oh, no, just pull out, mate. Right? Just <laughs> no, I can't talk anyway, mate. So <laughs> I got looks like I have got a pillow under here too. So we'll start that weight loss regime oh, after mate, Aoife? It's coming. Yeah, I think beforehand, during. It's you know, that's have next to week. It's like the end of this week. I know. I like, don't want to break to you. We're leaving soon. I know. First of September. Yeah. Is that what day you're going day. to? You're going on the first Father's as well? Day. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, I know. Genius. We're good fathers, aren't we? Well, I'm home for my daughter's birthday for the first time in five years. That, so, that's uh, true. That's she true. was out of her mind with excitement when I told her oh, that. Oh, right. So, so she, you didn't surprise her. You told her already. That's yeah, really annoying. I thought I can't surprise her because she's going to know I'm not gone. <laughs> yeah. But then I got invited to an overnight stay on the 28th, which is the night before her oh, birthday. This is the Sony thought, Sony oh, TV? Yeah, and I brushed that because yeah. it's her birthday. i got to wake up and, you know, have yeah. a birthday. I thought I should have taken that. I should have gone, but I should have come home at midnight. She would have thought I was gone, gone. Could have been awesome. Okay. Opportunity lost. Right. Anyway. Because you're not normally a fan of the hotel stay for the no. TVs. Well, that's – no. Because I normally take Joe along and we make a night of it, you know, like we watch TV. Yeah. Who's going <laughs> to look after my children? Yeah. <laughs> There's that as well. Yeah. You just lock them in. Lock them in and just put the cameras on them and just so you can keep an eye on them. Mate, Harry last night – Set your notifi- notifications if they go outside the geofence. Yeah. Harry turns eight in a month. Uh, last night there was an art exhibition at Jackson School. You know, all the kids' artworks, yeah. excellent. So we're all yeah. going to go. Well, we were going to go. And I'm like, Amanda, are we going to go together? Because like, how, we're going to be, these kids will be up all night if we go together. She goes, we'll just take turns. I'll go, then you go. Okay, fair enough. And I looked at Harry. I said, or oh, are you cool if mum and I go and you guys stay here? Jack's a jack old babysit. He said, how long? I said, about an hour. He goes, no. <laughs> he said, no. Jackson said no, or, no Harry, or Harry said no. Harry said no. He won't cop it having won't, Jackson won't in charge cop, for Won't cop being alone really? for, yeah. for, an, for an hour. Really? With his brother and sister. It's unbelievable. Okay. Anyway, these are not technology things. No, it's not. Let's do a two show, blokes, shall two we? Blokes, what, what episode should we do this week? It's 401, should we, Trevor. Should we follow yes. up the 400? Well, we should look, before we start, let's thank everyone for their good wishes, their best wishes they sent us after yep. our 400. Very Thanks. Nice. The, the chocolate cakes were yummy. Yep. Uh, I'm sure you've eaten all yours already. Or yeah, I didn't I get all the, the small, way through. I got the smaller one, by the way, so I, I, we've smashed that. Or I had like one little bit of it, then the family took the rest. Well, I won't lie, the, the other one, the, the icing's very thick and I'm not a massive icing fan. Who ate my face? I did last night. There you go. How well, did I, I, how but did I, I didn't taste? actually, eat, if that's the thing, I don't eat the icing. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I just want so the cake So you threw inside. me in the garbage, is yep. what you're saying? Okay, you're literally cool. in the bin. Okay. So, but Good. So am I. Okay. Okay. And the two Rob's heads as well. Yeah, cut up yep. and then in the bin. <laughs> Even the kids didn't. I'm eat, surprised you never put that on Instagram, but anyway. Oh, I'm not that. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a good point. I should have. Anyway, uh, two blokes, talking tech. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Yes, thanks very much, Bill. Don't step on the intro like you usually do. That's good. Oh, man, I've yeah. learned. Good, good, good. Haven't I? Yeah. Thought I've done okay. Bill Bill Weaver, thank you. Good man, good man. Um, So oh, I think we need to talk streaming. I think it's all we need to talk at the yep. moment. Uh, we currently have Netflix. We have Stan. Presto died, uh, and those three yeah. alone couldn't compete together. Hey, you is Hey, you still now, out there? We've now got Hey, you Ko uh, Sports. You've got Ko Sports. You've got Ten All Access, Optus which I think Sport. you can pay for. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, you got Optus Sport, which is I guess in that same vein. Uh, later this year, we're going to get Disney Plus. Now, this was announced by Disney a good year ago, but they're now 
very close to launching. So they've done all the, the back end yeah. work and whatever they, they need to do to make it happen. But there's a couple of things that happen here when it when it launches. Now it's gonna launch at a pretty competitive price here in Australia, under yep. ten bucks. Eight ninety nine. Is that um, right? so nine bucks a month yep. to get any single Disney show on the planet. Yeah. Like it's all gonna be there. Which is Inc- epic, yeah. right? Pixar, Disney, Lucasfilm. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Anything that, that Disney Marvel. has a finger in, yeah. it's yep. it's available there. Okay. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> Were you just the finger Darth, in every pie? Were you just thinking of Darth Vader then and Disney? Absolutely, Wushka. I was. Yes, absolutely. Um, now, the first impact of this is on Stan because Stan Stan currently currently have, Disney, have yeah. uh, they had pretty much a twelve month output deal with Disney, which had them showing all of those things. Yeah, um, which that, conveniently ends just before this starts, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that that was always it was either yeah. was, there was a bit of rumor that they were there was hope. I guess this came from Stan that Disney and Stan would actually work together. So you'd get Disney Plus as an add-on through Stan. Really? Now, maybe that'll still happen. I don't know. But oh, okay. They haven't actually announced an app for Disney Plus. But, yeah, right. But, you know, imagine being a Stan subscriber and then going, I want to add on Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. It seemed like a smart that, that, idea. That'd be a nice upsell, for and, sure. And also, I think sometimes, because there's other – in America, there's bigger plays here. There's Hulu and all these other things yeah. happening that, that are also happening around the same time – there's this uh, consolidation of content. And this impacts on Netflix and everyone because movies and TV shows are taken away from those output um, yeah. apps and they're put into a, a, you know, a, a station-owned thing like Disney. Yeah. But, man, I don't know that Australia can cop it. I'll be honest. I don't know that Australia can cop it. So I think if, they if can. You look, so if you're talking about pure kids' kids stuff, I mean, ABC, I view, is – is, is full of it. Mm-hmm. Netflix is full of it. Stan is full of it outside of Disney. Yeah. Um, well, what are you saying? Are we going to be more selective? Are we going to just take on more? Or if I they think, think, let's say Netflix has three, four million paying Australian subscribers. No one knows yeah. how many, but let's no, just say I four think million. We've got some stats here. Yeah, we do. Let's. You keep going. I'll yeah, find well, them. You'll get to the tell site stuff yeah, in a yeah, minute, but yeah, still, yeah. it's not true data. It's just yeah, survey yeah. based. Yep. Let's say Stan has a million at best. I think it's got. Not paying, not monthly, no way. Yeah. There's no way Disney's going to get more than Stan. There's no way. Yeah. Stan is an an established brand. It's an established app. I think it's It's more diverse. It's It's more diverse content. It's on TVs now. Yeah, of course. It takes like. Yeah, but how long is it going to take for Disney Plus? And I've predicted this in my story. January 2020, when CES, it'd be Disney on every TV that comes out next year. Do you remember when Reed Hastings would stand on stage at LG and talk about how they're going to have it's Netflix approved? That's what's going to happen. They're going to have bloody Marvel characters and all these characters come out and they're going to, Samsung and LG are going to announce they're going to have Disney Plus on their TVs. Great. That's 2020 TVs. Is it going to be backward compliant? Is it going to be updatable? Is it going to be in the app store for those things? These are the questions. These are are those hurdles. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Massive no, you're, you're right. You're right, and of course, access to it's going to affect if you're going to get it or not. If you can't access it easily, people are probably reluctant to get it. I just but, think uh, sometimes these big conglomerates think they're bigger than they are. Well, but but they are bigger. Look look at Disney Plus, right? Let's, let's look at is Disney. A very unique market. But now, hear me out here, right? Disney Plus with just a Disney alone, you've got Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, National Geographic, all their stuff. Don't forget, they just completed a hundred billion dollar acquisition of 20th Century Fox. So fold into that The Simpsons, every Fox movie ever made, all the 20th Century Fox series, all, all the shows that they've had, Modern Family, all these other shows, there's that as well in the mix. So they're, they're going to have quite a big arsenal of content, not to mention 
the original content they're making, which includes Star Wars content. There's a series that they've created just for this service uh, called The Mandalorian. And there's other original content as well that they're not not just Star Wars content, but other shows that are rolling out as well. I'll tell you right now, I'm not paying for it. But they can take my hurry up and take my money is what oh, I'm going to say. They I, can have my money I, today. You haven't sold me in any way, shape, or form. You've, you've mentioned a few great movies or whatever. Yep. I just I'd prefer to just rent them on Fetch because yep. well, you watch a movie once. I mean, I'm not need to mm-hmm. subscribe to a movie. There's no. There, I don't need Disney Plus at eight ninety nine a month. Yeah, I think the secret source is going to be the original content. Just knowing, know. just knowing that I could watch any Star Wars film, whatever, and, and I'm I'm temp, I'm tipping that the first time we ever watch Star Wars in four K, it won't be on a disc. It'll be through a streaming service. That's why I reckon they got up their sleeve as well. But um, they've got their D twenty three Expo this weekend. So this is Disney's annual expo outlining their plans for the year, the movie production. I'm tipping there's going to be a new Star Wars trailer. There's there's going to be a trailer for The Mandalorian, the series that I mentioned before. So I think we're going to find out more detail this weekend about what they can expect. We can expect, but I think it, it's going to be compelling. I, I, I just just Marvel, Star Wars, all these brands that and all this new content, like Marvel alone, are going to have I think three series just created for the platform. So they're going to take all these characters from that universe and create these shows around them, mate. Don't forget, Avengers Endgame just was just tipped over to become the most successful movie of all time. So there's an audience, and any other content in that universe, new original content is going to attract a lot of customers. I don't disagree. There's an audience for Disney content, absolutely. But are they willing to pay ten bucks a month on top of their Netflix or Stan, yeah. or are they willing to forego their Stan and? And just keep Netflix. Like I think two Maybe. is the number for most people's households in terms of subscription services. Yeah. There'll be plenty that have three, but but one, and then two, uh, are more likely to be the number of services. So yeah, that that's that's pretty common. You mentioned the Telsite study that I wrote this up on Tech Guide that we are st- subscribing to multiple services. Yeah. A surprising number of people have, have actually got uh, two or more services, obviously Netflix being being number one there. But the growth in, in adoption of, of SVOD, subscription video on demand, has, has really increased year on year. There's now more than 12.3 million subscriptions. This is according to Telsite. Uh, more than half of them, uh, 55%, subscribe to at least one uh, and the number that have that have two or more, uh, I think is over. I think forty three percent have more than one service, mm. and that's up from thirty percent last year. So you you think about the cost. I think Netflix is the most expensive. Eh? Like I'm paying about eighteen dollars a month for Netflix, nineteen a month because I've got the four K, the whole five screen thing. Mm. Stan is what ten bucks a month? Is that oh, still well, ten? That's still goes up to. F- 15 oh, if for four K, yeah, fifteen bucks. Okay, so there's the so that let's let's say that call that what thirty five dollars for the two, uh, and then in comes Disney and these other services for what's KO twenty five a month, yeah. So then you got Disney at eight ninety nine. Like the argument for Disney would be, look, for the price of two cups of coffee a month, you can watch all this stuff. Yeah. So I think it's the cheapest of all of them. So if if anything. It, it might be a case where people get rid of one service and maybe bring that in to save some money. That's why if I think they want to do that. the biggest potential uh, yeah, threat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
but uh, it's it's interesting how the the timing was perfect. The Disney announcement came through uh, just this week, and it's funny. The, the, all all their sites is, has is a countdown to November nineteen, yeah. and all the logos of all the stuff they're going to have: Star yeah. Wars, Marvel, yeah. all that. But um, the timing of this study is is really interesting, and and I think that fact that like what is it forty three percent of people have have two or more services mm. that just to me that's only going to grow that number that's just going to grow as and and what what's free to air going to do what, what what's going to happen to free to air like my, my daughter's outside watching netflix she never watches free to air tv none of my kids would sit in front of a tv and wait till 8 30 to watch the show they're always streaming funny i watched uh london is falling on channel nine last yeah night. good movie yeah um it was in gerard parts. butler what, is it how did that work? I think because it's a long one. movie. Oh no, I think they did it because there was a there's Olympus has fallen and London has fallen. Right. Oh, or the, oh unless they just cut the movie in half because it's a long it, movie. They cut it in half. It was just it was just after the ad break. Yeah, right. Second half. It was very weird. Okay. The, and the first part was very short. Anyway, yeah. um, and maybe it's because very long. But Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah, I was good watching movie. it. Oh, I was all right. And Amanda came downstairs she, and she started talking. I said, "Listen, just can you wait till an ad break? Because <laughs> this is free to air. Like, uh, I, you can't, I can't pause, pause it, this, right? Uh, um, I'm just watching free to air. Just." Chill, and it's, I'll get to you. In, so you in shush your wife. Yeah, is that absolutely. What you're saying? Jesus, um, take your life in your own hands. There, I just thought I don't remember. I like you know, we watched the block. No, you can pause it. Yeah, we don't. Oh, we don't like we don't use Foxtel to watch free to air. Yeah, and we do. We just use either. the television. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't know that free to air is dead or dying. I just think it's a changing habit, and yeah, it depends. Like free to air's challenge is to bring you in with. Key things like Ninja Warrior or the blog, yeah, or Married of course, for a like unscripted, unscripted yeah. reality and news and sport. Yeah, yeah, that, that's they're the keys. Yeah. But uh, like, but you still see though there there are channels producing their own shows, dramas, comedies. Is that are they going to still create it for specifically for that? Although I know Stan has a relationship with Channel Nine. Yeah, so there, there's a there, there's a relate. There, well, they own it, so there you go. So the content, you know, where that's going to flow, mm. uh, and so that that's a strength of Stan then to have that back. Yeah, but it's but, different, see, because ninety nine stuff just ends up on Nine Now. You've got to remember, Nine Now is a separate catch up service that is free, distinct to Stan, which is a paid service and has its own. It's very. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I think this is a very interesting time. I'm just not convinced that Australia can handle another part player. Do, do your kids watch free-to-air TV? Is there something that, that, that they like to watch every day? Ninja Warrior of the Block. Yeah, those, right. those so are the, the regulars, yeah. yeah. But their shows but most, you can't watch on, for, on, on streaming services. Most so. of them they watch online now because yeah. you know, they're on late and the kids go to bed and yeah. so they watch them the next afternoon on catch-up. But that, that's the strategy, I think. That, that's, the, that's the future for free-to-air. They've got to have those water-cooler reality shows that you talk yeah. about the next day, like Married at First Sight and The Block and all these shows. MasterChef, what is it, My Kitchen Rules. Yep. You'll notice they're all prime-time shows. Now totally. because they know that that other other viewers are, are, are binging on other stuff on, on the streaming services. Yeah, I just think it's a fascinating time. Genuinely interested in people's views on, you know, how it's going to go. I get uh, to be honest, with no disrespect to people like Stephen, I, I don't want to hear from you if you're a mega fanboy of your Marvel. I, I want to yeah. know. I want to hear from people who are regular. Mm. Uh, you know viewers of content and not invested in a massive ecosystem, will you subscribe to Disney Plus? Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. But uh, I think, like I said, the original content's going to be the hook, though. The yeah. original content, the only place you can watch, like, that, that's the reason I'm going to pay for it because I want to watch The Mandalorian. I want to watch all these original stuff. Yeah. That's what's going to bring me, bring the way, me over. We hadn't even mentioned 
Apple TV Plus is coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. As well. And we're going to probably get a better picture of that at the, the oh, Apple event so, next yeah. month. They're going to, I reckon there'll be as much talk they'll about the another, Apple TV. They'll do another. They'll, run, they'll, they'll run roll the stars trailer. out. Yeah. Um, There's oh, been a fair yeah. bit of that. Yeah. It's another service. And, and uh, the pricing will be interesting on that, what they do, what they land on. I don't think it's going to be as cheap as eight ninety nine. It'll be that'll be a fourteen ninety nine a month job, I reckon. You if, reckon? Yeah, I do. They they want to place that as premium, premium, and I think backing the knowing that the customers in their ecosystem would hopefully shell out for that. Uh, I wouldn't mind tipping at nine nine nine. Yeah, I'd be surprised oh, if it's, it's 999. US, maybe it's a US 999. Yeah, yeah. it'll be 1499. The dollar's in the toilet for us now. That's yeah. not going to help us. But I think it'll be 1499 for Australian customers. I'd, I'd love to be wrong. I'd love it for it to be cheaper. I just can't see it. I think yeah. Apple, they want this to be perceived as a premium service. All right. Well, stand by. We let, we appreciate your thoughts. Send us a tweet on Twitter at Stephen Fennig at Trevor Long. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, we talk about phones a fair bit on the show, Trev, don't you reckon? I think we do. There's a, there's a very popular subject, the smartphones. Well, everyone's got one. Everyone has one. Uh, some two have two, uh, but there's another Weirdos. brand. There's another brand coming. Can you believe it? It's already crowded. This market's already crowded. Uh, and there's another Chinese brand that's entering the Australian market called Vivo. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of them. Yeah, me neither. And uh, they're going to release two devices, the S1 Mm. And I think what's the other one called the Y Y seventeen Y seventeen, the S one is their flagship. Let's call it. Uh, mm. It's going to be f- is it four hundred and forty nine dollars? Four nine. Yep. So we're talking mid tier here. But yep. what what I've noticed is that uh, we've just received the devices yeah. as well. So we're going to be writing about them. The device, like the oh, I've got this in my hand now. That does not look like a, f- a mid-tier phone. This oh, looks right. like a flagship device in terms Mate. of design and style and, and also the features on board. Mate, can I just tell you, because I, I had a bit of an extra time to set it up yesterday. Fingerprint reader is fast and very good. Yep. Face unlock, epic. Wow. Like, zoop, immediate, almost instant. Like, very, very good. That was my first impressions mm. of the device, aside from the design. Um, it comes in a light blue and a dark blue the uh, the Y seventeen the cheaper one is three sixty nine come in like a purple and a I don't know dark green um, kind of look it's mate it's a beautiful phone and I'm 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 staggered oh, here's my problem this market is so crowded Vivo is a part of what they call I think it's called the BKK group which yep. is Oppo Vivo all right and so sub brand oh really there you go right okay so it's kind of a so is it Xiaomi? Is it Xiaomi? The, the other no, one? it's not. One, oh, one no, plus. No, yeah, one right, plus. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Oppo, Vivo, yeah. and One Plus wow. are all made by the same company. When when they all big c- conglomerate. When they put the the sales together, they're, you know they're number three or two in the world. Yeah. Wow. Um, but obviously, as a brand, they're 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 not. So you've got these, and here's the other thing. I'm just sitting on. Uh, I just went to JB Hi-Fi because a couple of days ago, when we first started hearing about this. Um, it was like, oh, okay. So let me let me look them up. Let me see where they are, mate. It's not just buddy uh, Vivo. We've also now got Xiaomi available uh, at JB Hi-Fi as well. Can Jeez. you believe this? Wow! Like they're a big brand in China, aren't mate, they? They are they're massive. massive. They're, they're, I've heard them called like the Apple of China. I've heard Xiaomi described. This uh, so nine you're on the JB side, the, eh? the Xiaomi Mi Nine T is this? It's it's the one with the little pop up camera. Yeah, how much like, is that? Uh, six nine nine. So there's a Xiaomi at four nine nine, six nine nine. Mate, there's a Xiaomi at thirteen nine nine. Wow. Now see, 
mega fanboys of mobile phones will be well aware of Xiaomi. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, I've had lots of people ask me a lot about of Xiaomi gray imports, over the years, yeah, right? Yep. And I'm like, grey import all your life, but there's no guarantee it's going to work on our bands and all that stuff. There's no guarantees. But I don't know, I and this may be wrong, but I'm working on an assumption that JB Hi-Fi aren't selling something that won't work on our mobile networks that won't have – because JB Hi-Fi are the ones that have to deal with the returns. Absolutely. But, oh, they, they would have been optimised for Australian that have Australian warranty and all that, wouldn't they now? Oh, they have to. They, well, they have because to. Because they have to because they're in store. It comes, yeah. through, comes through JB Hi-Fi. It has to have Australian warranty. Yeah, wow. But does it does it work on our mobile networks, et cetera, et cetera? There's a whole bunch of other questions there. But, you know, they've got a 499, a 699, and a 1399. They've got three devices in a couple of different colours. Yep. So – Okay, where do you start? Just, where <laughs> do you start? So the competitiveness now between four hundred and seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it just narrows no, the gap, it doesn't it? Is what, pretty. What epic. impresses me about the the S one is that they, they've managed to pack in all those flagship features like yeah. the in screen fingerprint reader, the face ID, the AI camera, yep. thirty two megapixel front facing camera, and this is all packed into a device that's under five hundred bucks. Yeah, which is. That's attractive, I think, for customers who are looking at, look, I can't afford a Samsung or an, or an iPhone uh, or a top-of-the-line Huawei. What do I do? And, and this, this, I think, would, uh, would appeal. And what I think is interesting, and this, take it how you like uh, and at me on Twitter as you like, but <laughs> Huawei and Xiaomi are, are tough brands to see, say, and read, right? Yep. Vivo, Oppo. Yeah. Mate. I think people will go. Oh, that uh, sounds right. I don't think people. I don't think. <laughs> so people you reckon are on the, on the shortness the, of the name? These are the name. It, it's going to make it more I easier to remember. With, with with Huawei in the news so badly at the yeah, moment, yeah, and the and the Chinese angle. So even yeah. though bloody everything's made in China, yeah. the Chinese company angle is pushed so hard now from the very top yeah. of the United States town that I think it's going to be hard for Xiaomi to break it here as well. Absolutely. Well, do you remember? Do you remember back? A few years ago when the whole China stigma was that we need – because it's made in China, everyone thought, oh, it's going to be cheap and nasty. Do you remember yeah. that? When yeah. you're like, we're talking about like five or six years ago. How that how hasn't that changed? Absolutely. So now like stuff that comes out of China is premium. Like you get like Huawei and, and uh, uh, TCL and all these companies. Uh, now Vivo, Xiaomi, haven't they come a long way? Mate, imagine being Motorola right Oppo. now. Oppo. Motorola, yeah. they're trying to just sell phones yeah. here. They're an established brand and they're just sitting here and looking at all these bloody phones come around them because they've got a 499, the One Vision. Yeah, and um, don't forget there's Nokia too that are offering Nokia in that same price that range. Do. The 7.1 is in that price range. And there's, then there's the Galaxy the A series. <laughs> Mate, between <laughs> they four... Need a, they need traffic lights, it's so crowded. Between four, <laughs> there's The bloody Razer gaming phone. Jesus, I didn't realise that was only 600 bucks now. It must be that, that must have come down. They're just trying to get rid of that. Oh, right. Like, They've come down. That's crazy. That's a money. fire sale. Yeah, that is a fire sale. You can get the Pixel 3a. Like, yeah, don't forget you've got Google Pixel 4 coming out later this year. You've also got, well, the Note 10 comes out this week. You've got an iPhone coming out in a month. So it's it's full full uh, all hands on deck for for phone companies releasing product now. I don't even know where to start. Like, but how I think do you? Though, but you, you got to remember that I, I think that I think of I reckon think of it from the customer perspective and who is going to buy that Vivo? Who's going to buy that? So it's going to be yeah. it's going to be I reckon maybe 
someone who's on a budget, you know, maybe someone a bit younger, maybe a student, uh, maybe even a, an older user who just wants to try a smartphone without yep. having to break the bank. Mm. So I think approaching it like that and they might just take a punt on this new brand that they've heard of, that they've seen in, in JB. When they, when they go in store, they'll go, that is, like you can look at it on the internet, our videos, whatever, but yeah. when you see it in real life, you go, shit, yeah. it is actually it is, it's quite impressive. a nice looking phone. It's impressive. So yeah. I... I don't know that Vivo has a challenge at that price point because I don't think people spending that money are as wedded to the brands. Yeah, like, well, I think oh, it's what you get what you get for your money, I think is what they're looking for. In this instance, Vivo is offering a lot of bang for your buck here. Yeah. And they're like, I, can you think of an in-screen fingerprint reader on a phone that's cheaper than that? Nope. Now that that's pretty. No. That, that's kind of their, that, that's brought that to, to triple that level. lens camera at that at that price point. Yeah, and a thirty-two megapixel front-facing camera, and don't forget too, it's got a forty-five hundred milliamp-hour battery. Yeah, mate. So that's just, that's the yeah. Note Ten. Yes, yeah. that that's that's the sort of battery life. And and the Y is it the seventeen? The Y seventeen? Yeah. That's got a five thousand milliamp-hour battery. So like, that's that's two two and a half days of battery life. You would hope. Yeah, like for a phone of that kind of. Uh, spec, yeah. I would hope I'm going to get way more than a day out of that battery. Yeah, but you know what? It's a challenge. And look, Samsung, they've got phones at this price range. Apple doesn't. Apple no. is going to have to rely on the strength of their brand, the loyalty of their customers to stick with them. Because I'm telling you now, the iPhone 11, whatever it's going to be called, mm. they ain't going to be cheap. There's You're not, not going to get anything under 1000 bucks. No. You, so, you can buy an iPhone 7 at JB Hi-Fi for 649 So... Uh, that, that's a four-year-old phone. So, what? what honestly, I'm serious. Apple really have a challenge here. Where, how do they compete? They got to pull something out of the hat, something so innovative and such a wow moment to keep customers interested, to keep them in the brand. I know that Apple is, you know, they've got their own operating system and they kind of lock you into their ecosystem. But I think when it comes down to it, a customer who is not willing to pay $1,600 for $1,700 for the entry-level device, they may look at their options. And and they're seeing, wow, for, for $449, I can get an in-screen fingerprint reader, face ID, 4,500 milliamp-hour battery, triple camera system. Yeah. Like, that's pretty, that's pretty compelling. Because think about Oppo for a moment, right? And if Oppo is the same company, uh, and when we say same company, it just essentially you mean... The manufacturing, the the technology, the nows, right? Have you ever had a problem with an Oppo? Never. Have you had a complaint from a customer or a reader or a listener about not, an Oppo? Not that I've heard, no. No, I can't think of no. one either. No. I've only got great comments about people who've bought yeah. Oppo. Yeah, on the radio I've had a couple of calls too. People saying, oh, yeah, so, I, I took a punt. No, we're happy, yeah. So if that quality perception translates mm. across to Vivo, not that they're meant to be associated together, to be honest, Yeah. but we just know that they are then it kind of gives me the confidence to say that about the Vivo. Whereas mm. with Xiaomi, I know they've been around forever. I know they make every product under the sun. They make fitness trackers. They make earbuds. They make everything. Xiaomi make everything. Yeah. But I've Even never, vacuum cleaners. Uh, exactly. The robots, yeah. everything. Yeah. I, I, I've just never seen them use them, don't know. So yeah. it's harder for me to recommend. Whereas, you know, Vivo... Oh, yeah. yeah, Oppo's been very aggressive in the market, getting a foothold. Now, I think Vivo seemed to be the same thing. But I remember earlier, I, I spoke a moment ago about our, the pressures on Apple here. Yeah. Do you think the pressure could also be on Samsung? Like, Because Samsung, that, yeah, they do have phones at every range. I think they saw the pressure, and that is why 
they went to the A series yeah. so and hard. And it's doing very well, apparently. Because, the A series is killing it. Because Oppo and others were smashing them in that mm. mid tier. Well, they've gone fine. Guess who has the best brand rep of all the mobile phone companies in that in that list of phones on sale? Samsung. Yeah. So think about the the average buyer, not the well researched, you know, phone yeah. nerd. The average buyer's gonna go, well, it is a Samsung though, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. And plus yeah. when you turn the Samsung on, you go the screen is yeah. impressive. It is incredible incredible. But I'm just saying that the other the other downside against Samsung is that it's a lot easier to switch from a Samsung to one of these brands than that, it is than it is yeah, from an Apple yeah, to yeah. from iPhone, iOS to to Android. So mm. they're gonna have their work cut out for them there. But uh, the Vivo, I'm very impressed from uh, the limited time I've had with it, uh, and there'll be more on Tech Guide, but uh, I'm really impressed with it and I've only just turned it on. <laughs> Check it out, eftm.com and techguide.com.au. Oh, it's me. You had it's the Unidem thing open. It's you, mate. Sorry, you had your Unidem website open. And no, I'm ready for the all, next break. Wow, I'm wow. ready for the next you break. You are really getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> Look at the rundown, my oh, friend. Well, I'm just following your lead. It's are you going to edit that bit of dead air uh, that was there or not? Probably the dead air, maybe. Yeah, okay. I don't know. People okay. should know that I'm not as organised as I might seem. Trevor made a boo-boo. He didn't look at the rundown, everybody. Oh, it's harsh. This rundown that we took so long to put together. Yeah, I mean, we worked on that for three, four uh, no, minutes. Seconds, yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you're looking for a home networking solution, uh, Netgear's got you covered, netgear.com.au. Uh, we talk about the Orbi a lot because it is the best in the business when it comes to giving you the full and complete Wi-Fi solution. Uh, we're talking filling dead spots. We're talking best speed across every part of the home. So you keep your existing internet modem from your internet provider. You plug in an Orbi router. And then somewhere else in the house, about halfway through, you put the Netgear Orbi satellite. It creates one big network over your whole home. And trust me, I've tested it a lot of times. The same speed you get at the modem is the speed you get at the other end of the house and probably in the backyard too. So if you're looking for good Wi-Fi, great Wi-Fi, check out Netgear Orbi at netgear.com.au. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. So I did all those tests a few weeks ago of 5G speeds in Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, and one of the things I got a lot of was hate mail from (laughs) anti-5G people. So I've decided to stick it to them. I've now joined all the anti-5G groups, and I just comment on every post saying, you're all lunatics. (laughs) And I just reply, you're a loon, you're an idiot. Tinfoil hat You're a tinfoil hat, that kind of stuff. Anyway. I, I'm very confident in my knowledge about you know 5G and the effects of electromagnetic energy on our bodies. Uh, but I went up to the Gold Coast because that's where Telstra have their main uh, innovation test centre for 5G. They literally have test products there that they are working with Ericsson, their, their network vendor on. And there was a whole bunch of things I saw. But really the number one thing that in, in, impressed me, but let alone interested me, was testing the electromagnetic energy of any device. So the fear is that 5G is untested and has a higher level of radiation than any other mobile network. Radiation being a nice big scare word yep. because we think nuclear, we yep. think death. Yep. But there are two types of radiation, ionizing and non-ionizing. Non-ionizing radiation is cannot destroy DNA parts, cannot break a molecular bond. Uh, ionizing radiation Absolutely can, and that's why X-rays are. It's called Chernobyl. Yeah. Used cautiously. That's why yeah. nuclear infrastructure is protected. That kind of thing. 
Anyway, so once you realise that, you go, okay, well, that's important to know. Then you go, millimetre wave is something that a lot of um, hippies talk about. Um, <laughs> they go, I actually watched a story from NBN News on Byron Bay and there was a woman going, and this is millimetre, uh, it's not. We're not using millimetre wave in Australia yet. And when we do, breaking news, millimetre wave is already used today for satellites and a whole bunch of other microwave communications. So this stuff's all around us already. Then I asked the question about the World Health Organization, APSANA, which is Australia's uh, nuclear science agency, and whether they have a safe level. And they showed a graph, which imagine your, your big screen TV, and that's the like really, really harmful at the top and completely safe at the bottom. Down the bottom, you know, cut a centimetre off the bottom, that's the safe area. That's yeah. the safe line. So anything above the safe line is of concern to the World Health Organization. Now that safe line, which is all the way down the bottom of, of, your, of your graph of your screen, now zoom in on that and imagine the actual safe point is 100%. That's the number 100%. When we did the test in the Telstra, and I was standing next to the test beacon, which is a $150,000 thing, the, a two-way radio, a walkie-talkie, hit 3%. 3% of the 100. 100 being safe zone. The, safe, the safe number. Yep. 3%. The uh, uh, mobile phones were at like 0.01%. Wow. Right? 4G, 3G, okay. 5G as well. The worst thing of all, because it was constant, so two-way radio blips, you know, you don't, yeah, you, yeah. it's not always around. A baby monitor, Stephen. Yeah. A baby monitor registered 0.03 or something. It was higher than mobile phones. Wow. And it's made it sit next to your baby. It's constantly yeah. communicating. Wow. It was an interesting lesson. Can in, I, in the effects of 5G. Why do you think there's so much hysteria about 5G? It's quite, it's, to me, I think it's become, it's it's like, and I don't want to get too political here, it's like the climate change debate. You're either <laughs> all in or or you don't believe it. You It's it's not yeah. like you think, oh, yeah, I kind of believe in that. It's, it's become that sort of emotional issue where people have just jumped on the bandwagon right. because they want to be seen to be doing the right thing. I, but the, I think the, the logic and knowledge, I think, is that they've left that part out. And you know what? I have actually thought about the climate change debate in a similar way. Um, though, let me be clear, my belief in climate change is much higher than it is in the 5G effects of radiation. But yep. there's scientists on both sides of the climate yeah, debate. Yeah. There are legitimate Absolutely, scientists on yeah, both huh? sides. Yeah. So there are scientists who say, write, speak about the dangers of electromagnetic energy. And it's those scientists that are clinged to by the anti-5G people. And as I said, the word radiation is involved. Yeah. Well, like there's when radiation you, in your microwave. When Yes, exactly. And a microwave doesn't even appear because it's frigging insulated. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the fear factor is pretty intense with these people, right? I think so, and yeah. They mate, play on that. I looked, I've looked at, like I'm reading all these things on their Facebook pages. Mate, they get shares. Look, they get 52 shares for some stupid article about yeah. this. So it's getting – this is the problem. You talk about Russian interference in American elections. Like, can we talk about the, yeah. the fact-based sharing of information about this rubbish? It's called – It's called. I call it like appearance politics. They yeah. want to be appear, They want to appear to be for something. They want to appear to be uh, in, in favour of something. And in this case, they're, they're just – rather than reading the fine print, which is the actual detail and the facts, yeah. they're just thinking, oh, yeah, that, 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 I'm going to get on, on, on board. These people, I mean, holding signs saying, stop 5G cancer in front of a Vodafone <laughs> store. Vodafone haven't even announced a 5G network. But anyway <laughs> – it's just like you people are just nuts. But the Did the Vodafone people shoo them away? They go to Telstra yeah, store. Probably. The APSANA, which is Australian something, something nuclear energy, it's yep. it's all research. Yeah. So they what they do is they begin to put doubts upon APSANA. 
or the World Health Organization. I mean, who's doubting the World Health Organization? Exactly. At I what know. point do you get to in life where you go, oh no, they must be conspiracy? Like, there's a con- yeah. conspiracy here against our health. Well, apparently you know, man didn't land on the moon. Did you know that's a good conspiracy well, theory? Do you know why we never landed on the moon? Fifty years ago, that was right. And I watched the CBS uh, in real time. The the kind of yeah. coverage. Yep. I, I believe the television coverage is why that rumor started because oh. there was only a video signal at the very last moment when it actually physically landed. They flicked yeah. a switch. The rest of it was a either a computer graphic, which fifty years ago wasn't that great, or they had a sound stage. Where they where they emulated it, and so they showed like, yeah. and so I reckon conspiracy theorists when it's all done on that soundstage. No, mate, that didn't happen. It's all like they watched the broadcast and forgot to wait until the end when they actually landed and flicked the camera on. Like so, they actually <laughs> because they did such a good job of yeah, the yeah, yeah. of the mock up. That's yeah. where the conspiracy started. Anyway, wow, I, <laughs> I can't do any more but than five, tell you. Do you answer that question every day though? Isn't five, isn't five yeah. G dangerous? Hang, on, I hear it kills birds. I hear it. I hear it gives it kills you cancer. Bees. It changes the, DNA. The best one is yeah, it the kills bee, bees. Yeah, right? Yeah. There's no five G. T- where that story was, yeah. where the dead bees were, there's no five G there. Yeah, it's just a, it's a mobile tower. There's you can't no kill. You're not allowed to kill bees. Like there's, you'll find there's no. You can't buy anything to kill bees. If you've got a hive of bees, well, mate, have you not watched the movie Bees? I oh, know. They, 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 no, I haven't. But with there Jerry is, Seinfeld, the, I, I, I think I have. Yeah, that's a, quite an oh old movie. Oh my god, it's a great movie. But no, but bees are essential to life. That's, that's why we I'm saying it. you have to okay. watch the Jerry Seinfeld okay, movie. No, absolutely. But I'm just you, you cannot if if you're scared. There's a hive of bees near you. No, you can't. You yeah. can't just spray them and make them go away. There's nothing that they'll and, sell to do that. And that's why you think about what you would doubt Arpsana. Okay, yeah. So the government's gonna like <laughs> yeah, seriously, right. government. But yeah. then, do you think Telstra, right, uh, a multi-bazillion dollar company with a board and all, like, do you yeah. think they're really gonna put people at risk? Of course I not. I mean, please. of course not. I know. We're surrounded by Wi-Fi. We're surrounded yeah. by uh, electromagnetic energy through television, through radio, satellites, mate. They're beaming it down on us. Do you notice that the satellite just sits on your roof and points in a particular area, but you don't you don't actually set up a connection between you and the satellite. It's just beaming down, like two meters to the left. It's still beaming down, so you're getting hit by satellite radiation. You can't escape it consistently. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but people, even the sun has radiation. People are mad. Sun, people get. are mad, Stephen. Absolutely, and that's my thoughts. Uh, but I did uh, put. If you're worried about five G, get a baby monitor and blow your <laughs> brains out. Uh, the full story at eftm.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Dyson have released a new product. Uh, we know Dyson, of course, for their for their fans and their hair dryers and vacuum cleaners and all of that. And uh, they're ve- they're masters of moving air around, as you know. Moving air. Around. They move air around really well. Now, what they've come up with though is uh, now they've already got a line of uh, purification cooling systems, yep. which are designed for larger spaces and larger rooms. So it's more of a, a family, like a community product. But they've they've shrunk that down and created the Pure Cool Me, which is like a personal purifier, and it's also a fan. So it draws in the air from the base, and it and it cuts out like ninety nine point nine five percent of particles. It absorbs uh, odors and things like that as well. But then what it does, there's a dome. Is that what it's really for? Well, well, it absorbs, uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, that uh, particles, pollen, 
all kinds of indoor pollutants like fumes. You know, your furniture gives off fumes and you, you, you know, candles, furniture, gives furniture off fumes? from the, the glue that was used in it, the, your kitchen counters, they still give off some kind of residue. Um, uh, allergens in, in the air as well, pollen. So there is a thing called indoor pollution that they're talking about. And, and the, this is can affect your well-being. And, you, you know, you might have pets and plants and all these things that are mixing in the air around you. Mm. So there's plenty to to look at. Um, uh, so what they've done here, they've they've taken their the HEPA filters and that technology from the other dev- the other larger products and built it into into a product that's small enough to sit on like a desk, uh, a kitchen bench top, bedside table, so that it's your own personal filtration. It's not exactly small though. It isn't, it, but it, it is way smaller though than a than a big the big tall cooling fan yeah. and purifier. Uh, and at the top of it, there's like this dome that uh, takes the airflow. So what what they've done when two uh, air currents hit each other, come off a concave surface and merge across this surface, it actually creates a single beam of air. So you know how how well they manage their airflow. You can actually then on on top. There's like a little um, a little white surface where if you want to direct the flow of air, you just sort of change the angle of that little surface there, so direct it more towards yourself. So it's it, it is a sort of product that is built for maybe you in your little workstation in your office or in your little room that you have beside your bed. It's designed to give you that kind of not only it purify it cools you with the purified air, but you, you think of the number of people who have allergies. Did your kids have any allergies like that, like hay fever and yeah, stuff Jack like that? Jacko's got a bit of a dust mite allergy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- there are you know especially if you got, you've got a family. It's a sort of thing that can make you lose sleep and sort of affect your well-being. So having this, I think, is uh, it keeps keeps all those nasties out of the air and cools you with the purified air that it produces. I'm blown away that this segment of the market even exists. Yeah. Like, like I've never considered a personal purifier. Yeah. Oh, I've, uh, got, I've got one in my office that I use during this, but I, I only use it in summertime because it, it, it's a cooler. It's, it's not a it's yeah, not a heater. You're using it more as a, as a fan. Yeah, I am. That's oh, right. But you, it so. can't hurt you though to have purified air though. But yeah, you, you think about you, people will be surprised at, at this at this launch the other day. They had this scientist there talking about all the dangers in our home and. Yeah, you, you think that you're inside and you're safe from pollution. You're actually it's not. Worse. Yeah, there, there's so many things in the air that can affect that can affect you. Whether it's like I mentioned before, the fumes from the furniture or cooking cooking smells, pet pets, plants, you name it, pollen. Uh, and you open your window to let in some fresh air. You're not letting in fresh air. You're letting in all the outdoor pollutants as well. Like depending on where you live, they had this launch, I think, in Leichhardt, which was like 30 metres off Parramatta Road. Imagine opening your window there. You're getting all the diesel fumes, all the fumes. <laughs> so it's uh, there's always something there. And, and this, that's what's surprising to me. And, and it would be to customers considering this, just how much crap there is in the air that we're breathing. Mm. So this this is a way to purify that air and just help us uh, keep it out of our system. And how much is that going to cost? $499. It's going to be out on September 6th. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that one. That's a lot of money. It is. It's a, it's a Dyson, don't forget. Yeah, I know. It is a Dyson. It's just a lot of money. Yeah. All right, two blokes talking tech details at uh, eftm.com and techguide.com.au. Two blokes proudly supported by Uniden. They've got a range of cool products, including the new uh, dash cam, the iGo Cam 85R. What's cool about this? It's a 4K camera. Front camera is 4K. 
rear camera's full HD, but 4K resolution, so you can pick out all the detail. If you happen to have a video, you need to look at maybe the make of a car, uh, a number plate, uh, the, the colour of a car, even a person's identity. Uh, it's a lot easier to see it when you've got a 4K picture. And this is it records on a continuous loop so that you, uh, if something does happen, it has impact and motion detection to then put that file aside. You can even, uh, there's Wi-Fi on board, so you can actually uh, download the content from the dash cam to your phone in case you need to share it. So it is really uh, handy to have as your eyes and ears on the road. You just never know what happens on the road. It could be your word against someone else. It's great to have a video of what exactly what happened. It's got an ultra-wide view, 160 degrees, full HD rear and reversing camera too. So if you don't have a reversing camera in your car, this could uh, double for that as well. On the inside, there's a 2.4-inch LCD screen that also displays the, the speed so that you know exactly how fast you're going. It also gives you speed and red light camera warnings and uh, and all of that as well, so you can avoid getting a fine. Uh, all of that, the uh, worth checking out the iGo, uh, the Cam 85R 4K dash cam. Check it out, unitn.com.au. I uh, got a lot of information from Google this week about a new announcement launched, and it didn't really make a lot of sense to me until I clicked the link and went, right out, let me understand this thing. It is essentially an Australian sports museum online, Okay, and I, I quite like it. What they've done is they've partnered with around 30 different organisations uh, the Art Gallery in New South Wales, the Australian War Memorial, Melbourne Olympic Park, Football AFL, the NRL, the Cricket Australia, all these. Actually, I don't think the NRL's in there. That's very interesting. Tennis Australia, Cricket Not Australia. Yet. National Motor Museum, um, Bradman Museum. Like, seriously, crazy number of organisations, which notably the NRL's not there. Anyway, there's a bunch of things you can explore on this Google website. It's all part of Google's arts and culture uh, approach. And I love that they've separated this for the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, the culture, the people, the moments, and the places. Now, I was drawn to click on the places because I wanted to kind of I, – I like I like architecture, I like venues and things. Mate, they have got photos inside the cricket uh, – Sydney Cricket Ground change rooms, detailed photos of the door where all the players have inscribed their, their uh, milestone achievements. They've got information here. I didn't even know this, but the Olympic Park Melbourne – was called Olympic Park well before the Olympics, by the way. They didn't even have the Olympics when yeah. they called Olympic Park. But it was it, – and it had a, a motodrome at one point, like a little yeah, racetrack. Yeah, it had a racetrack. Yeah, wow. Um, and then, obviously, it, it emerged into what it is now. There's so much here. The National Motor Museum uh, just has a couple of beautiful photos of some classic cars that are there. And it's, it's basically an education. You can read about certain moments in sport, people in sport – there's video tutor, video tours. Steve Waugh does a tour of the Bradman Museum. I mean, there's a lot of information here that is essentially a, you know, a digital archive of Australia's greatest sporting moments, places, people. It's great. I'm actually on the site now. I'm not even listening to you. <laughs> yeah, and and you think about what when it's awesome. when are you going to get to the Bradman Museum? Uh, at probably the SCG? No. Oh, down Bradman, in Barrel. Down Barrel. Barrel. Yeah, yeah. Like probably, I'm probably not. Yeah, but there's two try. things. One, this is taking me there virtually. And second, okay. if I love it, I'm going to go there. Oh, War's last ball century. Yeah, baby. I mean, that's it, great. He he talks you through that. Oh, really? I believe that's a video oh, man. situation with him uh, going gonna, out. He's going to suck out a few hours of my day. I, this it's, it's quite amazing. Amount of information. I respect Google's 
approach to you know digitizing the arts and culture of uh-huh. this of this country yep. it's essentially a way of them giving back as much as you want to we all love to hate the big tech companies only a big tech company could do this because it's you know it's a huge amount of effort you got to remember all the all, the all the information they've got their high hands on to like youtube videos and websites and stuff but is this did this exist before the sporting part was added or is this the story that the sporting part was just added no, to it no that's right so arts and culture has existed for some time but this is now uh, uh, a new Australian part of it. So essentially, there's there's heaps of arts and culture here from around the world, but in they've now added this uh, Australia Great Sporting Land uh, wow. e- exhibition. So Very think nice. of arts and culture Google.com as a, as a museum, and think of the Australian Sporting Land as an extension or you know one floor of the museum where they show off. All Australia's yeah, right. great sporting achievements, people oh, and places. Cassie Freeman. Jeez, look at that. Just that cover photo is fascinating. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. That's brilliant. Really cool stuff. Really worth looking at. If you want to check it out, um, it's hard to find, but if you just search Australia Great Sporting Land Google or if you go to EFTM.com and click the link, um, yeah, it's it's quite beautiful what they've done and I think anyone with an interest in mm. Australian history or most importantly a love for Australian sport will get a lot out I'll, of it. I'll definitely be checking it out. Check it out, Stibben. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. This story applies more to you, I think, than to me nowadays. <laughs> because um, although my my son plays online, but yeah, you know, he's twenty two now, so yeah. I'm, uh, he's an adult. But he there still are lives a lot under of, your roof. Still your he rules, does, yeah, Absolutely uses my internet, and uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, there's, there's uh, been some. Uh, interesting tips that that have been uh, released through for parents to keep their kids safe while playing online games. I thought it would make a good story because a lot of my readers do have kids that are, that are playing online, and uh, there are a lot of them. I think that maybe probably don't know what their child is playing. They probably don't know who they're talking with or interacting yeah. with. So I think it's really interesting to to sort of outline these. The first is know what your child is playing. So yep. the game, obviously, Fortnite's very popular. Uh, so knowing what your child is playing, let your child explain to you. Let let let, let you be them be the teacher instead of you being the teacher. Let them show you how the game works. Yeah, and also don't let them. Uh, you know, in terms of knowing what they're playing, the other thing I'd read into that is. Have them do it where in an open space where you'll where yes. you are. So don't let be them gaming up in their room. Don't be the locked closed. up in the bedroom. Yeah, and right. also too, the the good thing too is that there are now ratings on games. So check out if there it is a if it's a physical disc you've bought or I think you can check out online the rating of any any kind of game. Yep. Know what they're playing. Just like you wouldn't pop them down in front of the and let them watch whatever movie they want to watch, especially if they're younger kids. Mm. Then the same ratings apply. So make sure that they're playing a game that is appropriate for their age. Uh, and just know what the game is because knowing what they're playing, you might get involved. It sort of gives you a better a better position to discuss the risks and sort of to keep that uh, all out in the open. Yep. But uh, next up, know who they're playing with. You yeah. know, online gaming is a very social thing. And uh, uh, you, you could be playing with your friends. You could be playing with a total stranger. You could be playing with older people who are maybe posing as younger people. You just don't know. Yeah. So that's another recommendation. And, and one there. of the things about that is – um, sometimes you just got to not believe them. Sometimes when they say that's Bill, you say, "Well, how do I know?" Because it says Joe Blog seventeen nine nine. You know, their, their gamer tags are not their names, which is a good thing. But how do I know? And then, so what? What we do uh, is if Jackson says, "Well, that's Matthew," I say, "Well, cool beans." And then we'll just cheeky text to Matthew's dad, say, "Hey, just checking Matthew's gamer tag uh, on Xbox. Uh, do you know it?" Okay, and they'll say what it is. So I'm playing Minecraft the other night. We're playing heaps of Minecraft now. We've got a, a world together, but 
Jackson's got an invite code for his mates to come in. Yeah. So I'm playing the other night and I said to Jacko, Jacko was just doing homework. His time, he had screen time was up. And I said, who's Apple man, two, three, whatever, whatever. He goes, oh, it's Michael. Oh, yeah. really? He's so, just, so he's got a friendship group. Yeah. He's so got that's a, what you can create with the games, your friendship group. So they can, they've got a code, they can come in. Yeah, it's yeah. my world. Yeah. I've got an invite code. So it's code. like giving them a password to your world. Exactly. So only, only your friends would know it. And I've said, mate, yeah. you can bring your mates in here because this is my world and this is where you're playing. Okay, fair enough. I don't mind that's that. That's good. As long as I so that, that's an exclusive to Minecraft or I think you can do that on Fortnite too, set up friendship oh, yeah, groups sure. on Fortnite. I'm sure you can do yeah. it that way as well, yeah. But you can also, uh, you, on, on any console, I know there are friends lists so you know if your mates are online and you can invite yep. them into your game. Yep. So that's important because you just don't know, uh, you know, str- the stranger danger message applies till here. So you, totally. do, you don't know who you're talking to. Um, also, the next one is play nice and play smart. Yeah, because you know I think it's you you are in the offline world. You wouldn't uh, you'd be courteous and kind to people. You wouldn't be act like an idiot. So I think those rules apply in the online yeah, world as well. Like again, when we play Minecraft, which is essentially a friendly game, except for at nighttime when the zombies and stuff come. <laughs> if I hear you know the the sound of a which is like you know one person hitting another. And I know it was Harry and Vivi. I'm like, listen, what's going on? Why, why would you hit her in the game? Like, why? Oh. And it's like it might have been an oh, So not physically, they just no, hit him in just, the game. Yeah, in the game. You can oh. hear the sound. I'm okay. like, like, why would you do that? Oh. We're, we're just building a, a, a little house. Why would yeah, right. you hit each other? It was an accident or whatever, whatever. Or he's getting yeah. me back. I'm getting bored, Dad. The, the same <laughs> rules apply. Absolutely. In that game. So if he if he, if he give you, if, if Jacko give you give Vivi a little bit of a smack, you'd say, hey, what are you doing? Exactly, what are you doing? Don't hit your sister, what are you doing? I don't care. So the same thing applies in the game. 100%. Okay, good work. That's good parenting there. Thanks. Uh, Next up, know when to switch off. This is the big one. Yeah. So it's okay that, okay, you know what game they're playing. You know their friends are playing with them. You know that they're not being idiots online. So the next challenge is, okay, time to get off now. Time to go to bed. Man, I got time on to do your bus. homework. I got on a bus this morning to get a train to the city, and it was a school time. Trevor Long on public transport. Shut up. How good's that? Bunch of kids uh, behind <laughs> me, and I could hear them. They, they, they were talking about Minecraft. Were they heckling you? No. no? They, were, they were going on about how this happened and that happened, and I'm oh, thinking, really? how late were you gaming last night? Really? You know, like how hey. late were you up? Whereas you my kids have one hour max. Okay. Done. But that, that you know what, I, and look, we, we're both parents. Your kid's younger than mine. But parenting, uh, you know, this is the parenting part of the program now. Yeah. The easiest thing to say to your child is yes. That's the easiest word to say. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. You wanna, oh, can yep. I play more? Yeah. It's the easiest word to say. Yeah. So when, when you've got to put your foot down, I think that that's the challenge for some parents because a lot of them just – they don't want to cause any problems. They don't want to, they don't want an angry kid. Mate, or this like, afternoon they've got to do it. You wait till this afternoon at my joint because guess yeah. what happened last night? Amanda came downstairs and there was two iPads on the floor. She yeah. says, who's are they? So yeah. that's Vivi's, that's Jacko. She yeah. goes, well, they're gone. Oh, They're gone for tomorrow. Because they left them out. They left them out. There you go. Sitting wow. on the floor. Yeah. So when they get home this summer, they're going to have an iPad time. No. Harry's going to have Where'd you leave time. it? She'll say, where'd you leave it? Yeah. And I don't know. Mate, there's going to be drama. Uh. Now, do we really want that drama in our lives? No. Yeah. But, but it teaches them they, a lesson, though, Do they mate? need that lesson learned? Yes, they do. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's stay why strong. I, that's why I'm not going home till 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Amanda's got to deal with that. She okay, <laughs> but you know what? Hey, that's a very good example because you know there's responsibilities that go with using yeah. the device. They've got to look after it, treat it properly, put it away when they have to. So hey, Not I reckon they'll they'll next time they'll know to put it away properly. Spot on. But you know, I think and it's good advice. It's a techguide.com.au. It's really simple advice that. 
you know, it's hard because you don't want to ram advice down people's throat, right? Parenting no. is the worst thing to give advice on. Absolutely right. We all but do it in our own way. Do, all we can do is guide. Absolutely all, right. All we can do is answer the question, how do you do it? Yeah. Now, but, but I think not, too, yeah. I'm not saying everyone a one-hour time limit is good. Yeah, there exactly. might be too much. Each to their own. But I but think be consistent at least. You've got to have a rule. The number one thing for me is the kids have to know there is a rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah So totally. when, when last night, so yesterday Vivi was playing for a bit and I wanted her, her friend was going to come into the Minecraft worlds and I texted yeah. dad and said, here's the code. And he goes, she'll be on at 5.30. I yelled out to Vivi and said, listen, this was at 4.45. Yeah. I said, listen, do you want to jump off because uh, your friend is going to be on later. Ah. So she got off. To so save up your screen time for her later. screen time is counted like okay. the iPad when it's on. Yep. So she went back on at 5.30. They played together and then it was dinner time. She came off. And dinner, and then after dinner, she said, "Can I go on again?" I said, "Listen, actually, we had an early dinner, so yep. yeah, I don't mind if you go back on, but it's your, your time's going to run at out." Six thirty. That's it. Yep. So here's what she did: I go into the, I'm doing the dishes, go into the lounge room. She's on the Xbox, and I said, "What do you think you're doing?" Ooh. And she goes, "I'm just." You said I could. I said, "Listen, I said you could have iPad time because the iPad's what's timing the hour." Uh. Yeah, you're 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 circumventing my timer by going Ooh. on the Xbox. Because I can set a timer on the Xbox, I can set a timer on the iPad, but yeah. they don't talk to each other. Uh-huh. So little so you, tricks. you just use the timer on the iPad. It's Screen like, time. Just, oh, right. oh, so on the on oh, through they the literally app, can't. Like when I was of overseas, yeah, yeah. two a.m. in the morning, I'm getting screen time requests for <laughs> really for Minecraft. <laughs> two a.m. Yeah, and the man yeah. hasn't been asked to work out how yeah. to do it yet, even though it's really easy. But yeah, no, screen time on the iPad is the best thing a absolutely can have. But but I think too that a parent. The, for a lot of them, they're a little bit uh, intimidated by the technology. They think, oh, I'll never know how to do it. And I yeah. think some of the kids, they may take advantage of that fact. Yeah, they do. So look, take the trouble to learn. Get your child to teach you. Take your th- the trouble because, look, we, you, don't want, you don't want these bad habits forming that they think oh, I can play online as long as I Google it. Find a TV story about an online yeah. predator. And if it has to involve a child losing their life, which has happened in the world, yeah, it'll scare the bejesus yeah. out of your kids but as well But also, too, just think about if they're spending all their time playing online, they're not doing their homework, they're not doing their chores, they're not doing all these other things they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So there's the other part of it. So <sighs> set the rules, people. Oh, I'm scared. I don't <laughs> even live here. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right, Stephen, some uh, quick reviews, and you're going to kick it off with some uh, headphones. The Skull Candy Indie Earphones. Now, these, what do they look like? They look a lot like the AirPods. AirPods. Yeah, they do. Huawei Freebuds. They're a bit of a ripoff in terms of design, but I've got to say, these are pretty nice little earphones. They sound great. Uh, Phone calls, I've called a few people while I was on the earphones. They even commented how Didn't clear they are. So I'm not your go-to. No, oh, well, no, I think you were. Like, where were you? I don't know where you no, might have been fine. in the state. No, that's, that's fine. fine. I called fine, my, bro- call my brother and all my, you know, my wife and all that, mate. You so were you, you're, you're call, on you're on the list. You're not I just. I called as as my that. wife and said I'm just <laughs> test she, like to, to make a phone call <laughs> test. She said, "Why are you calling me?" <laughs> okay, okay. Well, now next time you'll be on the list, mate. You'll be on the list, but. Uh, apart from the phone call clarity, which was good, they do sound very good. They're they're surprisingly good in terms of their bass is really nice. They're they're quite, they're loud enough at that full volume as well. Uh, they come with a, a similar case to the uh, to the uh, AirPods. The only thing is though that you know they don't always have the finish and quality of the AirPod. But uh, when when I tried to shut the case, sometimes they've got these little silicon wings on them that need to be adjusted to shut the case properly. Yeah. Little things, minor things, but they they sit in your ear really well. I think there's a lot. Of 
lot of people who think the AirPod is just too loose for them. I'm one of those. You're one of them. So this has a silicon tip in the on the end of the bud as well as a little wing. Yeah. So it's in there. It's locked in there. It's not going anywhere. It won't go anywhere until you remove it. So that's pretty good. I, I remember my story about the AirPods and I knocked it out of my ear and I was going. I was in a lift going down to the train station. The AirPod one bounce into the gap between the door, the, the elevator, lost forever. And I wouldn't have had that shot. If I tried 100 times to do that shot, it wouldn't have worked, but that one time. So I always remember that. So these sit in there nice and snugly, uh, and they're only $179.99. So pretty cool. Pretty good the price. The Skull Candy Indie Earphones. Not bad at all. When I first learned that Telstra were releasing a thing called the Telstra Locator, I thought, well, why the hell would you do that? Tile exists. Yeah. So does Orbit and a bunch of others. But Tile is excellent. Like, we've got them on our car keys. Uh, we track everything. We've, we've I've got them in them. my luggage. We've used Tile to f- literally find keys at the shops. Uh-huh. Like, very, very good. Okay? Yep. yep. So Telstra announced a, a tracking thing. And I go, okay, this is interesting. Two, yeah, for, there's no outright price for a start, so it's very hard to compare. The yep. 10 bucks a month gets you three trackers. Now, a tile is going to cost you 40 or 50 plus batteries, and this, uh, maybe it works out across a year, but I'm not sure after another year you wouldn't just want another set, uh, an extra set sent. But anyway, leaving that aside, I haven't anal- done the analysis. Two of them are Bluetooth trackers, very similar to tile, um, community-based tracking and finding, but I would argue you still pre- I'd still prefer tile because the community is going to be way bigger unless Telstra can really get these things out there. But it's the third thing you get that I think is spectacular. It's a Wi-Fi tracker. There's no SIM card in it, but because it has Wi-Fi, it's constantly searching for Wi-Fi. And because Telstra has millions of customers in Australia with their router, with their Telstra Air network built into the router, you remember when they announced that and you're thinking, why would anyone want Wi-Fi at your yep. house just out the front? Well, this is why. You yeah. put this on Ziggy or Zaggy. Yeah, I've got I've got the if, dog collar version. If they it. were if they were prone to running away, which they're not. They're not, no. But other dogs are. You put this on and you look at your phone and you go, well, he went that way. He went in that direction. It doesn't show you real time. Yeah. It just shows that he went past that person's house. Yeah. So that you know which direction to so go. You know where he last was, yeah. Well, that's that's a really yeah. vital thing. You could put it Absolutely. in a backpack, in a bag, in a purse. Yeah. You can put it in anything and, and it's going to use the Telstra network to send back its location now and then. I actually think that is epic, really yeah. good value. And for 10 bucks a month, I essentially look at that and say you're getting Bluetooth trackers as well. So you get, so you get the Bluetooth and the, the Wi-Fi ones are the ones that work outside your home. That's right. And the Bluetooth ones work in relation to your phone. Yes. So that you break the 10-meter thing and you get a notification. And, and, That's right. and you'll know then you'll know their last known location and all that right. sort of stuff. Yeah, right. Yes. So it's, oh, very, like so it's very similar to Tile in that aspect. Very similar to yeah. Tile. I don't know how big the community is and I don't know whether the community aspect of a lost set of keys. Yeah. So if I lose my keys and you walk past them, does your phone go, bing, Trevor? Yeah. Doesn't you, Stephen Fennick doesn't know about it, but Trevor yeah. Long finds out that yeah. Stephen walked walk past your yeah, keys. Yeah, so, and, and it's just using my my connection to right. give you, I'm, I'm, I'm unaware that unaware. it's even happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how we found our keys at, at Westfield. Yeah, right. Someone walked Who past the keys. Who lost the Amanda, keys? Amanda, of course. Oh. <laughs> um, car keys. But it was great because But you had the Telstra tracker on it. We no no this was this back when tile. Yeah. And and we knew they were at Westfield because it pinged. And yeah. then I went there, there's a buddy markets on and I went, Oh, they're here somewhere. As soon uh, as I walked into the open space, it went there nearby. Went on. Uh, well, press the button, press the button, press the button. So you made because you can call the day, that's right. Playing the jingle, playing the jingle, playing the jingle. And then I went to this fruit store. I said, Listen, I'm sorry to be a pain, but there's a set of keys here somewhere. She goes, Oh, here they are. I was wondering what that noise was. Ah. Uh, Boom. Well, that's what helped me get my iPad Pro back last yeah, week. Remember, exactly. I left it on the plane. Yeah. Jeez. Dodged a bullet there. Dodged a massive bullet there. All right, two blokes talking tech. 
All right. Well, um, let's wrap this show and then let's let's make an appointment for next week, Stephen. Yes, that's right. Because we, we lost track of time this week and nearly well, nearly s- forgot. Sorry, Trevor lost track of time. Oh, I'm sorry. When you I, reached out I, yesterday. I reached out and said, uh, when are we you recording this week? But it's Wednesday. it was Wednesday. We only recorded on Friday. You could have like, done that on Monday. Okay. said, so when are we going to do it? Sorry, well, it's my fault now, is it? Yeah, it's our <laughs> fault, Stephen. Okay. Our show, All right. our fault. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 402. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. Uh, we appreciate the, you supporting them because they support us and we appreciate you supporting us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick, and most importantly, read on a daily, hourly basis, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Stephen, talk to you next week. Let, let's do it. Okay, that's official. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.